Yo, it's So So Security Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Main, and I got over there my other co-host, Corey Stocks. I watched Hard Knocks. That's a good one. Yeah. Nice. Topical. And it's, yeah, I actually watched the show Hard Knocks. I'm going to do not a full scrutiny scale on it, but just a rundown of the show. Um, pop quiz. I don't think you know who this is. I don't know. Uh, all time low. I'm just guessing. That's it. I mean, that's kind of what they're going for. It's kind of a mixture of like hit the lights, all time low. Cute uh, is what we aim uh, for. I don't know. Amorosa a little bit. It's this new band I found called Bearings. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, they have a new album coming out. Um, Hello, it's you. I don't know when exactly it's coming out, but they've released, uh, three songs and this song was produced by alan from newfound Glo- or newfound glory um i got all these pop punk bands stuck in my head now uh alan from four years strong nice so uh it's a good pop song i know he's been he's been doing that like more right another band this reminds me of is another band that he produced called light pacific who i oh yeah fucking love They're, they put a new single out recently and i didn't like it very much it's too busy but this kind of stuff is my fucking jam, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's very hit the lights. His voice is very hit the lights. But uh, hey, man, we've been up to, man. Not much, just hanging out. Hanging out in the heat. Dude. In so, the heat. It's not as bad as last week. Luckily, we don't have the fans going on today. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. Mostly like teaching, and then between teaching and everything else, I've been exercising, trying to do more. Um, trying to box like do the because i have like a standing bag outside that yeah, i little set up in your garage man yeah and then come back oh i need to come by and work out together yeah it'd be rad it's yeah. big enough space and then um i ended up buying a um a skateboard so i'm gonna start skating it's again sick. yeah it's really cool alien workshop board I ordered it on uh, SoCal Skate Shop. Unofficial sponsor. Unofficial sponsor. Um, they're they're awesome. It's like an online skate shop, so you can like build your own deck, and you can add all the hardware you want. Did they, does it come pre-made? Yeah, oh, they they, cool. they can and build. They'll build it for free, um, or you can just have them send you all the components if you like building the skateboard yeah, yourself. Yeah, some people you do. Know? Yeah. Which I would, but I have no time. So. I used to work at a van skate park at the old block. Now the, was it Orange? Outlets at Orange? Outlets, <clears> yeah. And uh, I worked at the actual skate park, which was awesome. I didn't have to deal with retail much. But I would always, on slow times, go creep my way over to the skateboard shop where Jared and Phil Roberto yeah. would build skateboards and stuff. And I used I loved watching them do it. It's just this... Very calming, you know, and they with the grip tape and they have to get the razor out and everything. It's yeah. kind of an art to it. So, but that's <clears throat> I myself, I would know. Have I mean, I'd have some inkling of how to do it, but the grip tape, that's that's kind of hard. You know, it's like putting like a like a screen protector on your phone. If you don't do it right, <laughs> get then bubbles it's like, and stuff. Yeah, you're yeah. screwed. Um, yeah, see, this song sounds like Amorosa. Yeah. Do you know what's cool though is like it that's like 85 80s yeah. vibe but I've never really heard a pop punk band do this mm-hmm. like was, they're they're much more pop punk than they are song, yeah Zemorosa yeah. <clears throat> is kind of just like they have the, like a more emo hardcore the, the third feel. song is kind of that way too it's called that one was called bearings huh the first one was called sway the second one was called so damn wrong and this one is called I feel it all And once it comes out, I'm going to review this. So, listeners, there's a little pre-scrutiny that you can 
oh, these, with us. These guys are going to be another state champs. Look at them. Oh yeah. They're, like they're t- they Super they have the Papa. image. Yeah. Uh, cool skateboarding school. Skateboarding school. You're like a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> it's like I'm back to school yeah. and I'm skating when I can. And, and playing it. Let's, let's break down the, uh, the the game the game film a little bit today. Um, speaking of skateboards, we're going to review the new uh, "Pretending I'm Superman" documentary about Tony Hawk and his influence of the video game itself. Yeah. It's mo- it's all Tony Hawk. It, it, I mean, it brushes the outside of skateboarding and sets up like, yeah. where it was, but two thirds of it's all about like the video game. And uh, so then we're going to talk some skate videos, our favorite sk- skate videos growing up. Um, and like I said, I watched Hard Knocks, uh, the football kind of documentary that follows usually one team, but this year it was two teams, the Chargers and the Rams, which was interesting. And then um, I watched the uh, UFC fights last night. Nothing big, but just some couple of notable fights I want to talk about. And uh, what else? I made some ice cream, man. I made I made homemade ice cream. And it was pretty awesome. Uh, my grandma was like at a spur of the moment. Hey, I'm buying an ice cream machine. We're like, all right. And two days later, Amazon dropped it off at our house. And uh, two days ago, we made vanilla ice cream. And it, it is by far some of the best ice cream I've ever had in my life. I don't want to brag about my own ice cream, but it's just just whipping cream, half and half and sugar. It's basically yeah. all it is in a tumbler. And that's all it took. And vanilla, obviously. It's awesome. Can't wait to make more. So, and I was thinking, I can make enough where I can make like a interesting flavor and do so so scrutiny ice cream. Yeah. So if sure. anybody wants some ice cream, I'll make like a, I can make you a custom flavor, and we'll put all the proceeds to uh, t-shirts. So so scrutiny. <laughs> um, cool. Um, what else? I'm going on a music video tomorrow. I haven't done a music video post COVID, so this will be fun. I've only done commercials, which. They're their own thing, but music videos are fun. You know? Yeah. It's a little bit more creative and you got music playing and this one's actually going to be more like a live video. They're going to play like six songs. It's a band called L 10, 11. And I'm not sure what songs we're playing or not, but uh, so let's check them out. Cause I haven't really heard them yet, but we're going out to the desert and, uh, the desert. That's like just so general go to. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Let's check these guys out. They've been around for a while. This song is from 2004. It's their most popular. It's just two dudes. That's cool. But it's uh, it's gonna be directed by my friend Joel Blacker. It's this awesome British guy that I met through working. And he's very creative. He's he's made he he started out kind of peeing like me. He didn't go to film school. He just hooked up with some film school kids and was like, "Can I play with you guys?" And got in and started doing his own thing. He did a remember that airplane office show that I worked on. Yeah. He directed that. Same oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is chill. Yeah, this is cool. I like it's it. It's not what I was expecting. I was expecting more electronic. Like dancey. But this is an old song, right? True. Do they do vocals or I anything? Don't know. Okay, this is what I was more expecting. Like more electronic. called Be Salted. Be Salted. No, Be Salted. Be Salted. Sounds like a like a live drum set. Oh wow. I dig this. Kinda cool. 
got like I a, was totally expecting like DJ like EDM stuff. Yeah, sounds all um, instrumental. What no are vocals. they called? L ten eleven. Let's keep it in the background. I dig it. Um, cool. Yeah, so I have that. I did a COVID test for the first time. That was interesting. Came up negative. Woo. Yes. Being safe. And then uh, let's get into the. I'll mention the UFC real quick. Um, it was Vegas ten. So these little. It's not the big, big fights that they usually do. It's this little compound they have in Vegas. Um, I watched the whole thing. Um, I like these ones because it's you can see some of the young fighters coming up that you're gonna see in like a year or so and they're gonna be might might be on the main cards coming up you know what i mean um the main one though uh there was a it was a co-main card but the big one was waterson versus hill it was a woman main card which is awesome and hill i think it's angela or andrea i think it's andrea hill um she was the first black woman to headline a main card for the ufc oh it's awesome that's kind of cool like a first um, but the one before that is uh, Azatar and versus Worthy. That was the other main card. Yeah, that was a great fight. Um, pretty sure Azatar won. Um, it was yeah, I think he knocked him out. Um, and then the one before that too is another girl fight, Madar Fari versus Lee. I was rooting for Lee, but the other the other girl won. That was a really that was a really good uh, chick fight. I mean, I, I hate to say it that way, but like kind of have to compare the two it's not like the men and women are fighting each other you know but for a girl fight it being such a still like early sport for them yeah it was dude women are coming up oh they are i love watching I've never those seen fights. Ronda, ronda rousey and thinking wow that's a step up but now these girls are even better than ronda yeah rousey. it's crazy um yeah and then waterson and hill waterson won i think i was rooting for waterson but um i think hill won i think she held her own more waterson's Crazy, yeah. But she's, she's like a she's the contender. You dude, know every I mean? time she's she like got the no, sh- sh- it wasn't for a belt. Oh, okay. It's just a it's these kind of fights get them into like the yeah. main cards for the belt. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? I forget. I don't know. <laughs> it was a good fight. She's yeah, she's um, great. She's great. And but Hill, Hill man, she's one I know I hadn't seen her before, and she's uh, one of my new favorites, even though she lost liked her style so that's it it was just a really good the whole card it was a really almost every fight was uh entertaining there wasn't really any boring ones yeah i so. saw that the benil was supposed to fight charles Oliveira, but that got canceled i think oh, i didn't hear that i think charles Oliveira pulled out or something mm. had to pull out so oh the other one i want to talk about is green yeah. uh bobby green Bobby King Green. He's one of my new favorite UFC fighters. He's not only awesome in the ring. He won, and then it was on the press conference saying, I didn't do that good. I, I was awful. I don't know how I won. And I was like, what? You think you're better than that? Jesus. Um, but he has these really great post-game interviews. Yeah. I recently saw him on Instagram. I didn't see the fight, but it was the post-game where he brought his white foster a father that's, you know, he got adopted, and he's a white guy. And he was like, come here, dad, come here, dad. And he's like, look at us. Like, we're black and white. We love each other. I hate that people are, like, fighting. And bring, bring it up. But it's, he's super inspirational. And then you heard about that UFC fighter that was executed? Executed? Boy, um, 
Let me bring his name up. I didn't. Quick. I didn't hear anything about that. His name is Navid Afkahari. Dude, what what happened to him? So he's from Iran. Yeah. He was there protesting the government. They snatched him up and executed him. What? Um, Dana White tried to like he called President Trump. He tried to step in, but to no accord. And he yeah he was. I think it was yesterday or the day before. So God. that happened. And um, see if I can. Bobby King Green. That's awful. Here. I didn't this know. Might, this might have been from yesterday. Let's see. You, know, you guys don't know. All right. I just want my kids to know this. I mean, you know, you guys don't know, but I'm leaving this for you. If you ever one day you might watch this, Jeremiah. Oh, that's Izzy. Not it. Hold on. Where is it? Oh, wow. Trump reposted one of his videos. That's funny. Yeah. But. Damn it. Yeah, that's that sucks, dude. The, yeah. It's crazy how you can like one day, you know, be be fighting and be, you know, on and he's in the UFC and then the next you like you're protesting and it's like you're dead. It's crazy. Sorry about the horn. Is this it? Yeah, come here. Here it is. Come here. It's got a, it's got a, I love that so he has a little bit of been fighting too. Right now in, in this time in our country, we're doing this whole Black Lives Matter. Everyone's fighting, everyone's looting. This is my father. I was born in foster care. I didn't have a mother or a father. They gave me away. My father wasn't fit to be my father. This is my dad here, Jacob Benny. He's been there since the beginning. He's done everything. He lays life down for me, and I lay his life down for him. I don't judge any man on the color of their skin, but the content of their character. We're here. We love. It doesn't matter what color it is. It's all about love. You can't beat hate with hate. You beat hate with love. So everyone out there, please stop fighting. Please come together. We can't beat it that way with love. Dad, come here. Come it's here. not great. Yeah, that's that's right after he beat the shit out of some guy. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 interesting because like, um, there's so many sides to what's going on in our world today. But like, looking at it from the perspective of like, you know, w- we need change more than anything. And like, he's right. Love love beats hate. You can't beat hate with hate. It's yeah. It seems the easy way, but it's there's not. so much hate like already coming from one certain side of it that like it's, it's now just prevalent in everything. You know what I mean? And like yeah. all that happens. All right. Enough down downers. People listen to the, try to listen to the podcast and get, get away the from hell that away shit. from it. Yeah. Let's talk about our unofficial sponsors. We forgot to mention um, a classic. We haven't mentioned in a while. Coffee code. Uh, Corey was a mention. Uh, drove me up to LA to pick up a van, and on the way I bought us some coffee code. What did you? You're, you're done drinking yours. What did you? What did you get? I had a cinnamon vanilla latte with oat milk, which was incredible. That's pretty good. It's super good. Yeah, I have to be in the mood for cinnamon. It's, yeah, it's a good one, but I just I need to be in the mood for it. If it's hot, if it's fall, dude, cinnamon, pumpkin spice. Exactly. That's all. It, Can't do that to me. To me, of summer. the the epitome of fall was always pumpkin spice. Cinnamon and then Disney. I was at Disney. I was at Disneyland all the time in the fall, not, which I missed. Let's not talk about. That. I know. Let's let's. I'm drinking a. Uh, <laughs> weirdly enough, I I would have went like black americano, but um, it, this thing caught my eye on the menu, and apparently it's their most popular drink. The lady told me it's a strawberry latte. How was it? It is goddamn delicious. It, it's not like overpowering. Add, add an extra shot too. So. I wonder if the extra, the extra shot. It probably doled the, yeah. the sweetness down a but little bit. It's still bit. pretty sweet, man. It's really good. I got it iced. But um, I want to mention, mention Bones, though. That's our other coffee 
Yeah. Unofficial sponsor. Um, you got some new bags, didn't you? Would you? Yeah, I ordered the Franken something. I don't know. It was a Franken. Yeah, let me look it up but here i'll look it up what, yeah, it, what flavor is it? it it's like i think it's hazelnut and chocolate mm-hmm. um and then the, and then i got the uh jacked o-lantern which if you know me Frankenbones. yeah frankenbones there, there you go. go one of the things that i love more than anything is pumpkin spice <laughs> and like anything related you basic bitch I, that's that's me um anything pumpkin spice related even before like the whole hipster thing i'm not trying to be cool or anything but i always liked like gingerbread and gingerbread and, like, my jam yeah and and pumpkin flavored stuff pumpkin pie growing up was the shit for me so mm-hmm. like um you know it has mem- a, kind of a memory factor to it as well like right. when i drink it i feel kind of homey and everything um and then of course the hazelnut is just delicious in general and chocolate. Hazelnut's great. No, Liz is a huge chocolate fan, so I'm not. Another thing I gotta be in the mood for. Yeah, I, I, I can go either way. I got. What about you? What'd you get? I got, I got the uh, smaller bags, the five yeah. pack one. I got uh, strawberry cheesecake, which is one of my favorites from them. Uh, electric unicorn, which is like fruity pebbles. Um, chocolate raspberry. Uh, oh, the new dust till donut, which is like a. I think it's raspberry glazed donut. Yeah. And then what was the last one I got? That was the one I was trying to remember earlier, and I can't remember now. You got the pretty pebble one. Yeah. Strawberry shortcake, you got that. I would have got the Blues Brothers one again. That the one, raspberry one. You got like a raspberry. I had raspberry chocolate. Okay. And then raspberry donut. And there's one fifth one I can't remember. Whatever. It's all yeah, good. It's yeah, all good. Back. Yeah. Um, oh, it just, oh, caramel apple. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was something weird. That one's really surprisingly good. I like doing that one over ice, iced. Um, Cool. Skateboarding, knocked it out. Uh, All right, let's get into some reviews. Uh, Before we get into all the skateboard stuff, let me just knock out Hard Knocks. Um, Is there music for Hard Knocks? Oh, that'd be dope. Um, So if you don't know, Hard Knocks is a documentary that follows usually a one team of the NFL leading up to the season. in previous years, I've seen it. They go into the season like a couple couple weeks. Like yeah. they follow them preseason, going into like the first t- first two weeks, and then they stop it. This one, they stopped right up to this week. They you didn't see any actual NFL games. Um, is there Hard Knocks theme maybe? Oh, but cause you because it, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty so good it theme. follows a single team. Yeah, it's all it's like epic. Yeah, all, all you hear in the beginning is these fucking these coaches. You fucking guys better get out there every day and put every 110. percent I'm tired of seeing you fucking lollygaggers out there. They just yell at it, and then this music kicks in. You're like, yeah, let's go, Hard Knocks. <laughs> um, yeah, usually they do one team, but this time it's the Chargers and the Rams because they're sharing a stadium. Yeah. I wish the Chargers weren't in it. I, I wish it was just the Rams. Um, but it was fun. I do like the Chargers, and I like their coach a lot. I forget his name. Um, I've heard some football originalists think that this show shouldn't exist, that this kind of stuff that you don't see to the public is is special to the teams, and it's kind of unnecessary to show well, all I'm sure the they don't, like... And literally I say, follow I say every guys. second. You obviously yeah. haven't seen the show and what it does. It doesn't show everything. It's, yeah. It, it, 
it follows certain players and how the team it's totally different but i i get the idea that you don't want to show all your secrets and and uh, i was reading uh, steelers are one of the teams that have never agreed to do this because they don't want to show that kind of stuff behind the scenes but the rams and la team has to you know it's la it's the ho- the hollywood team yeah. so they have to um yeah, so it falls back and forth. Um, it's shot really well. They have great drones now, and but like the on-field cameras, it looks like a movie. It, it's so well done, and and I'm curious how what their mics look like. They give microphones to the players, so they'll be like a hundred yards out, and you can hear them clear as day because it's like a wireless. And like I think pr- they like a lapel kind of deal. I think they figured out like a very small wireless mic they can put inside the pads. That's so it really cool. it doesn't affect them. Because, you know, you, you can't put a bunch of wires on yeah. them. They need to move as flexible as they can. But, yeah, it was really interesting how they do that. Um, then they deal, they dealt with a lot of uh, Black Lives Matter stuff. Um, I feel really bad. But uh, Taylor? No, not, that's not Brendan Taylor. Uh, well, one, more, one of the more recent shoot at bl- uh, black men being shot by cops. So hard to keep these names. I can't. Yeah, it happens so, so often. Yeah, but that happened during one of this, and they made almost the entire episode about that. They didn't suit up for that because they do scrimmages within, yeah. the, within the teams, and they the teams were like, "Nah, we're not doing it. We're not practicing." So that was kind of an interesting episode, but for, yeah, I mean, I I'm not a huge like football person, mm-hmm. so it might be kind of interesting to watch that because it might help me be like, "Oh, wow." Yeah, and, cool. and, you, and you see. Even, even even more outside the the team where like um it's not Gordon Ramsay but one of our players is is Ramsay which is funny he's Ram and it's Ramsay he just signed like a hundred million dollar extension and so Dang. he was like house hunting and so like the documentary crew went with him to like this crazy house up in the hills and so there's like little side stories like that too it's kind of cool yeah so and they're even if you watch the old ones it's really good like go find say you're a patriot i don't know what other teams but go look and see if your team has done it and even the old ones will still be interesting it's it's kind of fun a, a cool show i look forward to it every season that's awesome so, yeah hard knocks um i uh what's up i could kind of go through a little quick yeah you, review as well we played some video games before uh we, we did the uh podcast but Corey's really been playing the new tony hawk yeah Hit, hit us which what do you got tony hawk one and two so i grew up on tony hawk pro skater just like it it was the sports game for me here we go like you talk about yeah for sure the soundtrack is great um and i i really grew up on the first one and then i kind of played the second one as well but the number one was it like the warehouse level that's, that's the og you know. like i think anyone could just play that level for the rest of their life and be happy with it. yeah that, that's <laughs> funny because they mentioned that in the documentary yeah. too but um i remember it coming out for the first time and kind of just the demo but the new one is basically like up, updated remastered. graphics remastered and has a crap ton of challenges and like unlockables and you can play online i just don't have xbox live or whatever Mm. um but you can play like uh basically all of the old levels and they have like little updates to them and like oh it looks great yeah it looks incredible i knew 
my way around all the levels still. I, yeah. It came back to me like right away. Where all the, uh, like the San Francisco thing where you go off the top of the yeah. building. Like I remember I had to get up there. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, and you can pick it, it that, and they mentioned it in the, the dock too, how easy it is just to pick up. You pick it up, you yeah. Just, you just start pressing buttons and you start doing tricks and it's awesome. Yeah. You figure it out. And the fun thing about it is like, it's, it is a skateboarding game, yes, but it also kind of has an element of like an adventure kind of game too, because you have to like find missions, certain things and missions and all that. But then once you're all done with all the missions, there's like hundreds and hundreds of challenges. Oh, wow. And you can unlock like new skate decks and. Right. Um, kind of customizable stuff. For, and, you make, and you can make your own skater in yeah. that one now, too. Yeah, you fun. can make your own skater, and you can make a skate park, which was in, I think, part two. two. I yeah. think I started doing that, too. And I think you could make your own skater in two, too. Yeah. Two, two, two. You can make a skate park. Why couldn't you make a skater? Yeah, yeah they didn't do that number sure. one. But it was it, it's it's really good. Um, It was everything I expected, and it kind of like brought me back. Like, I felt like I picked it up where I left off with, like, the right. old one, which was kind of nice. Um, I had I have this little PlayStation Classic thing. It, it came out, like, I think a year ago now mm-hmm. or so. And it's, like, a mini... Because they released, like, the Super Nintendo Classic and the NES Classic. They did... Sony did it with... Yeah. Um, I was waiting for PlayStation. this to happen. It wasn't very good. Yeah. But um, I learned how to kind of, like mod and add games to it Mm -hmm. so i put like an emulator on it and i got tony hawk and i was playing that right on and then they announced this and i was like oh my god i'm gonna stop playing now so that i can kind (laughs) of like i wish they would make that for 64 like a new version of with the old controller and everything but it's a lot of memory and stuff they probably have to do but they'll get yeah they'll figure that out those new xboxes and playstations are basically supercomputers. yeah i mean they have so much ram and stuff it's crazy but tony hawk like the remaster i if you played the original or you didn't play the original and you want to you want to play a skate game it's the best skate game ever i saw Corey, as much fun and as as it looks good and it feels like the original i was telling him it'd be cool if you could do a filter or something an option where it made the graphics look shit like shitty like 64 just bring you back even further you know i'm sure it'd be yeah that would be cool and um the only other thing I could think of is just, and I guess we'll probably get into this while we're talking about the the film, but um, that the the music in this game is just yeah, okay. mind blowing. I was kind of bummed that you said that you can't upload your own music to it. That'd no, I don't think you can. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Maybe I don't know. I haven't delved too I felt, deep like, into yeah, that. Um, the only ones I ever really played and owned was the first one and Underground Two. And I remember Underground 2, you were able to upload stuff. So. And it was yeah. on Xbox. So. But, but I, I, could, I could maybe see maybe their it's trademark copyright stuff yeah. now that they can't really do. So Such a such a good game, though. If you, and it comes with both 1 and 2. That's smart. So it was, it was, we'll get into the doc, but it was very smart that they didn't reinvent a new game. They just went back to the OG and remastered it. That was so smart of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Go let's get into it. it. Um, yeah, so the... Going along with this, they announced the release of kind of like a, a documentary for it called Pretending I'm a Superman. Hey, there's a, yeah, there's actually a Goldfinger song. Oh, it's the next one. Um, this song. Oh, question. When you first played the first one, which system did you play it on? PlayStation. Okay, so I played it on 64, and the songs, 
was only like 30 seconds and then it'd repeat. Yeah. I, I some of these songs, um, I, I can't remember which ones, but I didn't know the whole rest of the song. Like this song, when I heard the full version, I was like, this is weird. Uh, but on PlayStation, it played the full song, right? Yeah. It wasn't just like a Yeah, it was a clip. full thing. Yeah. And N64, all the songs were just like 30 seconds long and then on a loop. So it was kind of annoying after a A lot while. less like space yeah. on the, the, you know, the cartridge. The whole, the whole like, yeah, the whole like round. It wasn't like 30 seconds and then went on to the next song. The next song happened on the next round and stuff like that. It was so stupid. But yeah, that was one thing I wanted to mention is like, I didn't. I knew these songs, but I didn't know these songs. Yeah. I only knew the part from the 64, so. Uh, but. Yeah, set it up a little bit more, sorry. Yeah, so the film kind of documents the journey that Tony Hawk and other skaters had growing up in the, like, 70s, 80s, kind of in the the, the rise of the skateboarding and, downs, and yeah. ups and downs. And during the 80s, talking about how there was a huge, like, lag and lull in skateboarding, and then it came back. About the mid '90s, it and really then, exploded, and then died again, and now it's back. Yeah, it's literally like they're going, they're riding a skateboard up yeah, and down a ramp, sure. up and down. What's well, interesting because skateboarding is, yes, it's like a sport, and yes, it's like an activity, like a physical activity, but it's also more than that. It's like a culture. It's a whole oh, yeah. culture, and I think with cultural shifts in society, like you get the shift of like interest, right, and skateboarding is one of those things that like just like video games and stuff video games have some years where it's like oh my gosh everybody loves it other years where you know it's dead so um it kind of outlines that and then it and then tony hawk gets into talking about how the game came about and how it was just supposed to be like a kind of a one-off game but it became like a phenomenon well, they, they also meant where I liked I liked the uh, video game referee old dude. Too. Oh yeah, he He's was like, in another documentary, um, the King of Kong. King of Kong. Yeah, I, of I've wanted to watch that, um, but I've heard since then that guy got caught cheating. Yeah, right. So that's a whole other thing. Even this guy, even the old guy, is a little shysty. A little bit, so. uh, but he knows his shit. He and, does. Uh, yeah, his whole house is full of video games. Um, also directed by Ludwig Gur, which I thought was funny. It, this. We'll get into the screen scale in a second, but um, yeah, but I liked the beginning where they showed that this wasn't the first skateboarding game. There were a couple yeah. attempts, and I remember that top skater that was the yeah. arcade game. I forgot about that until I showed it. And I was like, oh wow, I fucking loved that game. And yeah, it was that and the Home Run Derby game. That was the two games yeah. I would always play. It. Do do you remember? Do you remember Skate or Die on the NES? No, Skate, I didn't have that. Skate or Die was like a crappy skateboarding game, mm. but like. We loved it. Yeah. It was like a, sh- a shitty game that we all loved the just only, because the only other like game like that other than like Tony Hawk was I had 1080. Remember that? I don't remember that. The snowboarding game? I, cool Borders was what I played. Uh, 1080 was th- that was 64, a, right? Nintendo yeah, 64. Was, yeah. Did you have a 64 at all? I did. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I, I. But you kind of were more PlayStation. PlayStation was my thing. It was I, better. Yeah. It was. It was a really good system. I always liked playing with my friends at PlayStation. It, yeah. it just seemed cooler. It was like a more mature console than the yeah. 64, which is like a kid thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, they mentioned a couple other games which I appreciated, and that, and and Tony Hawk saying himself that he was he's a kind of a video game nerd. He's always yeah. kind of played in arcades, and not to say he's a gamer, but he games. And I do like that there was 
footage from him like mm-hmm. playing the skate. Game. Right. I felt like the re- reporter was bugging him. He was like, "I'm playing. Like, Come like, on, yeah, leave me alone." This. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I like that he had that in the back of his head, and also knowing, like you said, the culture. That's the huge word of what they brought to the first Tony Hawk. Um, I really liked that they interviewed the majority of the skaters. Yeah. Buck, Bucky Lassick was in there. Um, Burnquist wasn't there. Yeah, he was. He was? He was For a minute. The, oh, yeah, he yeah, yeah. too much, but he was sitting on a half pipe. Um, Kareem Campbell wasn't in there. Um, Alyssa Steamer wasn't no. in there, but they mentioned her. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see Bucky Lass... Or not Bucky Lass... Um, Chad Muska. Oh, yeah. He's just dude, so fun. He's such an awesome guy. He's such guy. a cool fashionable skater yeah. dude and I could just totally have a beer with that guy you yeah know? um and it's it's and with like Jamie Thomas and uh Rodney Mullen Rodney Mullen Rodney Mullen yeah those are the two guys that I felt were they were appreciative of what had happened post Tony Hawk but they also were kind of felt like they were selling out right yeah they so they were kind of like I felt like they were like more on the punk rock side of things. They didn't where feel it's comfortable like, doing what they did, but yeah. that, you know, thousands of dollars that they have gotten mailbox money for doing nothing just because Tony Hawk said that they could be in their game. They yeah. can't really talk too much shit on it. <laughs> and I do like that Rodney Mullen said like it felt, or I don't know if it was Jamie Thomas or Rodney Mullen, but one of them was like, it might've been Jamie Thomas where he said, you know, all of my colleagues were getting into it and I knew that if I didn't then it, I wasn't going to yeah, be a Jamie part Thomas. of this like yeah. culture you know and it, it was a smart move to like it, because it, it ended up yes maybe it feels like commercial and sell out you when you're a street skater yeah. but it put skateboarding on the map like I got into so skateboarding because of game like that yeah. game and so, stuff, many, so, so many kids can say that yeah yeah so yeah, but I I just loved Jamie Thomas and <laughs> Rodney Mullen just still being especially Rodney Mullen he has done some drugs yeah. he is out there man uh, Jamie Thomas is a little bit more punk rock and quiet but um, I liked the interviews um, Tony Hawk man that just he's yeah, so awesome professional guy, yeah he's this industry has definitely shaped him a lot but he still has that cool skater vibe to him yeah he still just hang with you but when business comes he puts on his business hat and gets shit done well he and he and even chad muska chad muska is a brilliant businessman too he you know he's kind of just like really developed as a more of a businessman than a skater yeah not definitely as not as commercial but yeah for the streets i mean he was like a street guy he is a street guy and tony hawk's definitely the more overt dude um yeah so then yeah they they talk about. Um, I loved the. Uh, they interviewed the creators of the game with the French guys. Yeah. The British. The the guys that made this didn't know at all anything about skateboarding. The culture or anything. But they yeah. nailed it. I loved the, the the. I think it was the art director where he's like, I spent just dived myself into six months of everything, and he got it. He understood that clothing and music and the yeah. culture and where you skate and how you skate what you skate it all is part of it and i'm glad that they figured that was the main thing that they yeah. uh, i think helped make it cool that yeah other skaters would go all right it's a video game but damn this is really fun <laughs> you know and i think at one point one of them mentions like when they came in to like test it they were like this is tight and i hadn't heard that word yeah, before right. like this is tight 
and just that word. Is your game tight? Yeah, my game's tight. Is your game tight? Yeah, I like that part. Um, funny. So yeah, I liked that they interviewed those dudes. Um, I hadn't realized he had. They had made so many Tony Hawk games. Yeah, they have they American just, Wasteland. They, they, spent, they definitely spent a lot of time on one and two. Yeah, those were like the especially one that was the you know OG, and then they started kind of skimming on top of the the, the next ones. Um, yeah, there was a couple sneakers stinkers in there. The one that had like the controller skateboard. Yeah, I don't even remember that coming out. I don't either. It, it, but that was the point. It was a failure. He said that it was the just, peripheral it was, didn't work was, very well. It was yeah. too soon or something. And then everyone started getting over Tar Hero, the yeah. plastics. That's what he called it, the plastic era. Um, but yeah, it's. I think um, them remastering it was a, the best idea they could have done instead of reinventing the wheel. Oh, for like sure. Because it's all the old old guys now in their thirties are loving to play, and now they have kids. Yeah. Introduce them to it and stuff. So um, let's go to the scrutiny scale. For sure. We all know the soundtrack is amazing. I gave it five. I gave quality it, five. Yeah. I also really enjoyed the parts where they didn't have like music from the, the game. They they put like um, it might have been um, was it uh, what's the Friday Night Lights band? Texas Friday Fireworks? No, um, Texas in July. What are they called? Explosions in the sky. Explosions in the sky. There's yeah. like three bands in there that all have the same name, like explosions and. Anyways. Explosion in the Sky. You know what I'm talking about? The instrumental band. In between some of the more kind of low-key parts, they put kind Played of... This, some yeah, and I liked, I actually like that stuff a lot. I just, I literally just watched Friday Night Lights the other night with my Nana. She had never seen it. That's a good sports movie, man. If you guys are ever into sports, and, and not even football, because I didn't play football, but you can relate to whatever sport you played in with that. Yeah. It's, it's just a different ending. I don't want to spoil it to you, but it's pretty great. Um, so yeah, sound five. All across the board. I put 4.5 on scene selection. So there was a couple scenes where it was like, this is a little much. Um, the look was all right. What do you think? It's okay. I felt like... It I, seemed kind of amateurish. Yeah, and I felt bit. like they could have done more like cinematography-wise, you know? There's a, a couple parts where it was. Le- it seemed like it was going to lead into like a new segment, and then it didn't. It just showed people skating and then went back in interviews. It was very... Sloppy in a couple areas. Yeah, and in some shots, you can see the other camera guy. Like I, I get that that's okay sometimes, but there's clearly shots where you see the, the whole crew, and I didn't I didn't really like that. Yeah, like it's kind of rough around the edges. I don't know. But and this is I also, do like that they had like archived footage yeah. of like skating and stuff in right. there too. And then and bringing like the old old guys in too, like Steve Capulero. I met Steve Capulero once at a skate competition convention at the Anaheim Convention Center once. I forget what it was called, but I got his autograph. And um, and then Christian Asoy. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know a lot of people know, but Christian Asoy was going to be the next, like, he was going to be Tony Hawk. It was going to be Christian Asoy and Tony Hawk ruling the world of skateboarding. But then he killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. I forget how it happened, but he killed somebody. He went to prison. And I was there at Van Skate Park the night, the first time he skated back from prison it was pretty crazy people came out and like applauded and it was like a big deal and i didn't know who he was it was just like who's this guy what did he do and i had to learn about him and then i understand how special that night was um he was he was in the uh he was in the documentary yeah, right he yeah, was yeah. the guy sitting on the park bench kind of park bench yeah. got a, like a half pipe behind him 
Um, and they show some archive sh- shots of him. He's, he was a good-looking dude back in the day. Nice. He was like a tan version of Tony Hawk, basically. Um, the acting, quote-unquote, I get all fives because these guys are awesome. It brought back oh, one other thing with the 900. I loved that. I always thought the 900, like it was a promotional thing for the game, kind of. I always thought it was sneakily in there because it was so connected and so recent to the release of the game but I remember basically watching it live on ESPN X Games when Tony Hawk did that 900 and when they showed that chapter it, it kind of brought a tear yeah. to my eye because I remember sitting in my bedroom seeing him finally and, do and I that. think a lot of people don't know is like it was the I think it was the best trick competition on the half pipe and the competition was over the time limit was done and he was trying to do 900 the whole time in the competition and he would have won if he landed it but I forget who. I think it might have been Bucky Lassick won. And everyone was just like, no, keep going, keep going. So he finally did it after the competition was over. And yeah. But he didn't win, but he kind of won. Like, everyone was like, well, he won, but Bucky Lassick gets I also gold. like that in the, the movie, he just busts a 900, like, at his age now, busted a 900 on think, his yeah, personal showing, half pipe. It's kind of the cherry on top at the end that he actually does it at... 40? How old is Tony Hawk? I don't know. He's got to be almost 50 now. Oops. Sorry, sorry. Right? He's got to be got to be around 50. But, um, yeah, he... Tony Hawk is, is you know, older. And 52. He's still, yeah, he's still skating. Still doing the whole skate Crazy. thing. And his son skates and everything. And um, but, yeah, the, with the 900, I guess it was a last-minute thing. They were literally about to send it to make copies a final thing, and... He landed it, and before, like, he called them, I guess, and was like, hey, can you add that into the game? And they were, like, ready on it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're super cool. We saw you do it. We're going to put it in. So that was kind of fun. Um, overall, um, the quality, I gave it a five. The direction was a three. Because uh, the other thing is with the Ludwig Goof, or whatever his name is, that directed this, it felt like a very European yeah. film crew came to America and made a film about America, which yeah. was kind of weird. I feel like it would have been better if it was, like, a... SoCal guy making the documentary, um, but what'd you give it overall? Overall, I give it eighty-five. I gave it eighty-four. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, it's, it wasn't it's, bad, but it's fun. It's shine some nostalgic. Light on, too, yeah, yeah. shine some light on stuff that we didn't know as a kid and what the I just yeah I didn't really think about how much of an impact that game made on yeah. skateboarding altogether. I mean, it, yeah, like I said earlier, make that's the reason I got into like skating is. I was like, oh, this game came out and it was super fun. And my friends were starting to pick up skateboards. So I was like, I'm going to go get one. And I remember. I think think one of my first skateboards was a birdhouse. Yeah. I think mine was a, I'm trying to remember my first skateboard. I think it was like an element deck or something. Identity, maybe. Do you remember Hole Skate Shop? Yeah. Over by over on Brookhurst or whatever, there yeah. was this little hole in the wall shop. Yeah, called Hole Skate was Shop. Upstairs, upstairs, right? I th- it was either upstairs or just in the back alley. Because they also had Identity was right there. Yeah, I, I went to Identity. Identity was really cool. Yeah, it was a good shop. And then there was uh, Globe. Do you remember Globe? I remember the company. Yeah, that company what, was like a big. So what? Uh, what kind of skate shoes would you rock back in the day? So. I went the way of, like I wore ESs a lot. Okay. But then 
and then at knees yes at knees kind of deal but the the shoes weren't like the greatest for skating like I used those, and then there was the damn Osiris D3s or whatever. You had that some of those? Ri- Dude, they ripped, like, almost immediately. I think those were Chad Muska's. Yeah, they were Chad just... Chad was They were just so bad. They ripped up. Those and were the coolest shits, man. They were cool, but they would, like, tear, like, so easy. The shoes I have on right now, the Vans, like, Pros, they're those just, ones? like... All right. They're just low-top black Vans. Yeah. Dude, they're tough. That's kind of what I have. They're, yeah. They're, Is that what I have on? Yeah, they might not be the pro version. The 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 amateur version. The pros are just a little bit more expensive, but they have like a strip that goes around the front. So when you skate and stuff. Yeah. So like. Okay. ESs, Etnies, none of them had that and they'd rip. Anything that's harder than E, you were into. Yeah. (laughs) Element. Element. Uh, I was a big audio guy. I remember audio. It was a smaller shoe but uh jamie thomas was on there i think i had a pair of jamie thomas shoes bam was on there um that was one of the reasons i liked it too i was a big bam margera fan for a long time i still am i still love that guy um yeah for sure and uh it was i liked it because it was a shoe that no one else had it was still like people knew about it but it was it wasn't everyone had at knees and es's and yeah for sure and all cyrus cyrus's and i was the only guy that had audio so i was like yeah you know i had the shirts what was really funny is i i always thought that bands were like the sellout shoe i would think like oh that's that's for like the posers or whatever it's like when reality like vans were like the toughest shoes yeah and as as um Something that tests the times. What is it? Stand it stood Stand, the test of time. Yeah. The test of time. There it is. They did, and they they like they they would they even when I think back to when I did get vans and I skated, they were the ones that lasted the longest. So it's like yeah, I should have stuck with them. I don't think I really wore vans until I worked there, because they give you a pair when you work there every like three or six months. They ah, it's awesome because you can't wear anything else. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, the discounts were awesome. I had fifty percent off anything classics. And then like thirty percent off everything else. Oh, so that's I would, amazing! Yeah, I went crazy there. Sad that that was one of my favorite jobs of all I, time. I don't know if they have or not, but I thought they were closing it. They are, yeah. which is so sad. That place I grew Last up one. in there, man. I think it was when I worked there. They had like closed, I think Pennsylvania or something, and it was us in Florida. And then when I left, Florida was just closing, and then that was the last one. So there's no more van skate parks. Nope. But are they? Do oh, you, well, they have the one in Heinsen. Are they going to keep the? Are they going to keep the uh, the building the building open like the the store itself? Or? I don't know because they have the HB one now. Yeah, is, it, is there a skate park in yeah. there too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's more it's like long. It's like it's not big and square. And do, how much did it cost for like a membership? I don't know. I've, I actually I've only like driven by there. I haven't like gone into the skate park, but it's cool because it's made out of like shipping con- shipping containers. Oh, that's awesome. And there's a store in there, and yeah, how you sign in or whatever. So there's still one skate park. Yeah. And they might have more. <laughs> and let's, me. let's be real. Like back in the day when Van Skate Park was open, that was like a good date night kind of. You would like go go out on a date or whatever. You'd go to eat, go see a movie. You go get your tickets. Yeah. You, get, you know, probably have Make an hour before. Yeah. Go get something to eat. And then go check oh, out the shit, skaters. You know, we still yeah. got 15 minutes of the movie. You want to go just watch some skaters? Yeah. And you go up top and. Dude, and there were some freaking amazing uh, people that went there. I worked there. The majority of them were just real amateur, boring yeah. kids. But then the pros would come in, and yeah, it was just they would 
people would stop out of respect. Like you knew this guy's going on, no one else rides. Like yeah. get off the fucking street. And there was this one guy, I can't remember, I remember his first name being Austin, not Maddox. Um, I can't remember his last name, but he was on the Vans team for a while and then got kicked off or something. And he was, do you know who Ni- Nyjah Houston is? Yeah, yeah. He was like Nyjah back then. He could do like 360 flips to Smith on a grind, then 360 flip out, go up and do a blunt. Like he was, we would sit there and pretend we were playing Tony Hawk, yeah. like on our hands, like miming him, like, oh, I'm going to go do this. Oh, I just let you so know. Cool. That's what he was. He would come a lot, and I would just sit there and just watch him all day. It was so incredible. The refuse, or not the, but refused. I love this van. So good. I never got into him. I like so him, good. but I just never like, got into them. We had like fusion, hardcore. Love it. It's definitely skate music. I saw, okay, who else? I had um, Jeff Raleigh, right? He came once late night, saw him, and then um, who was. The really young, handsome skater that had a show on MTV. Sheckler. Ryan Sheckler came in and that was a big deal. All the girls were yeah. all over him and knew it. That I mean, I've seen him skate in videos and he's good. He did that that he did a giant uh gap somewhere. Um where did I see that? I saw another skate video. I forget. But when Who he was at, when he was at Vans, he fucking sucked. He brought one of his friends with him, and his friend was way better than he was. I, I was like, this guy's a pro skater. Like, who is the, the guy? Who is the guy in uh, pretending I'm a Superman with like the long hair and the hat? Jaws. Yeah, dude, that guy's nuts. I you never wanna, heard of that guy. You want to talk about freaking like going off of crap? That guy's. He and his eyes are all like. Yeah. Buggy. He reminded me of on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. D. Dates the rapper little little Kev. Oh yeah, he, he reminded me of little Kev. His eyes and how yeah. like crazy he looked. Dude, that guy was dope though. Um, cool. Well, yeah. yeah. If you like skateboarding and you played the game, go watch his documentary. It's like four bucks renting on uh, Amazon right now. It's it's worth it. It's fun. It's only like an hour and how long is it? An hour. Does it have a length on here? I don't know. It's not that long, <laughs> and it covers everything. Um, cool. Top skate videos. Yeah, for sure. We, got, we did our favorite uh, shoes. Now let's get into our favorite videos. Yeah. Um, go ahead. What's your number three? So my number three is Transworld skateboarding. It was kind of it's kind of like a combination of media. So they did like videos, and then they would do um, magazine. Magazine. Did yeah. You a, did you have a subscription to anything? I didn't, but I would go into the stores at like the block because the block used to have like four or five skate stores there. Yeah. Oh, Zoomies. Yeah, Zoomies, Zoomies was now. kind of, yeah. But there was one right, like, right over by where, like, PacSun is now that used to, ju- it was, it might have been, like, a Volcom or something. Oh, yeah. I don't remember, but it had, like, a glass counter, and they had all yeah, these videos. I do remember that. All yeah. these, mm-hmm. and I remember Transworld, uh, there was a couple of, like, DVDs in there. DVD, yeah, DVDs. I think DVDs had just come out. Yeah. But, like... They had those there, and that's where I would go buy them. Um, and they, I remember Transworld just having like the best content because you could just. Do you remember CCS? 
I do. The little catalog? Yeah. Did you ever get that? I did. Yeah, I think was, I did get that. That was pretty fun. I think we mentioned that on this podcast. Because you could before. buy like boards and stuff from you it, every, right? There was t- yeah. it. What you do is you bring it to school the next day and show, hang out with your friends and go page by page and go, I want that and I want that and I want that. You know, like the Toys R Us yeah, catalog when you're Christmas, a Christmas when you circle everything. I had, and then I also had a subscription to Slap and uh, Thrasher for a long time. And then I canceled Slap and just did Thrasher. I had Thrasher for years. Um, yeah, that's all I had. Yeah, but Transworld did. Yeah, we just it. That was another, yeah, another famous one. Yeah. What about your number three? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm trying to think which way I want to do this. This song is not the banger. Me. Yeah. This is on. Wait, is this on number one? Yes. I remember. Maybe Gorilla it, Radio. Maybe it wasn't on sixty four. I don't remember being this on number one on mine. Um, all right, I'll do a shitty plug first. My number three is my own video, <laughs> Sacred Gems. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, go on YouTube, um, search Sacred Gems. It's under the Ram Art and Media page. Uh, my friend Josh and I, about a year ago, uh, it took about a year to make two, followed, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven skaters. And um, they're all amateur. I think none of them were sponsored. That was the whole thing we wanted to do. We wanted to make a video for these guys that to get them sponsored if they want to show, like, send this video. I don't know if they have since then, but um, and I wanted to make it a little bit more movie. Yeah. More, not to say I'm using movie cameras. I'm using kind of like a celebration, but of not like... so. I didn't use any fisheye. Yeah. Um, no GoPros. Uh, I got some drone stuff, which was awesome for my brother-in-law Kevin. Um, and we also went to a skate shop. Um, I forget what they were called. They're not there anymore. Right when we were releasing the video, they shut down, which sucked. Uh, but Bobby there, we showed, we, we saw literally the making of the little sheets of wood that they compressed into each other to make the board. I think some people think it's like a, just a one piece of wood, but it's not. It's compressed by like 50 small. Yeah. And they, I remember we used to talk about the layers, like layer yeah. decks. And yeah, when you break it in half, you can see that it's all yeah. leveled, and they have these giant machines that smush it with like electricity or something, and then they shape them and uh, cut them, and then yeah, it was it was really cool to like sit there. It was like an education for myself. But uh, yeah, I've been seeing Sacred Gems. Go watch it. It's I, I'm really proud of it. I think it's it is. It's really cool. It's just I think a different look at not a different look. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, but and then also I was talking about Nico that he does. He's an artist. He's a skater that also does art on the side. And he does these, uh, grip tape stencils that are really cool to watch. It was really cool to hang out with him while he did that. So take gems. Number three. I would have nice. put it number one. I was thinking about putting it number one. It's like, that's cheating. No, I'm just yeah. What's your number two? My number two is um, CKY. Good, because this is uh, my number two, too. The CKY video series was just classic. I watched CK, and it was inappropriate. It was, like, super inappropriate. I didn't own it. David Ship had them. I, I owned his. all of them, and my parents were like, what do you <laughs> watch this crap for? But it was, like, skating interspersed with, like, weird... Early jackass. Cra- yeah, like, but then it had stuff like they crap their pants when they're running and like and then some and then the band TKY would yeah a lot of music was in there and then the drummer who the drummer is uh Bam's brother brother right I knew yeah, somebody Jess, was related to Jess right, right 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 but it, it was just this like 
CKY was great. It was, it just, it, it, I need to rewatch these, man. It was so punk. So yeah, it was so punk rock. It was like, the, it was, it was everything I was into when I was a kid. And we used to try to like emulate all the like stupid crap that <laughs> oh, we Oh, yeah. I definitely got in some shopping carts and yeah. went into some bushes. Like everyone did that. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, I don't really remember <clears throat> which, because they did four of them. I don't remember which ones from which. Like CKY2K was like my favorite. Yeah, but I do remember the one where the cover of the third one where it's Bam and the punching his dad. Yeah, you see it? Um, oh no, yeah. a punch, a p- plunger. Phil. Yeah, yeah, Phil. Um, and this, yeah, definitely bled into the Viva Bam. Viva Bam was kind of yeah. a little CKY, but on TV, I love that show. I yeah, fucking, I love Bam. Poor, poor guy though, man. He's yeah, gone he's through some through fucking some shit, but now he's he's. I think he's better. He's on the. On the mend, yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's sober now and a little bit better. So, I think he's still skating too. I think I saw him skating the other day. So good on Bam. Um, yeah, how, can we stream these somewhere? I don't know. Maybe probably. On, are they on YouTube? But yeah, the CKY the CKY franchise was my first foray into just like home movies. Like what? How? Like we start. We picked up a camera and started filming ourselves skating. And filming ourselves, you know, falling and doing stupid stuff in the store, like walking around bothering people and just like it was it was kind of a it was another element of culture. Like whereas we talked about, you know, Tony Hawk pro skater, this was like another subculture of skating where you would just do really stupid stuff to get yourself hurt and then to get attention from the people around you. Um Oh my god. Good stuff. Oh, mustard man or whatever it is. What's this guy's, this guy's name? Brandon DiCamillo. I think he was my favorite. Other than Bam. So weird. So weird. Nar kill. It was like a joke, a big joke, but <laughs> they did like that Beast Man and Skeletor song or whatever it is. Oh, that's what I was trying to find. Yeah, just ridiculous. But I remember they did that, and then there was one where they like um, where oh the the freestyle. That was his freestyle. But it's not like it's funny because it's so bad. Oh my god, I haven't heard this in like 12 years. You fool, get the fuck out. You goddamn better believe I don't know if I can explain what's going on. And work your legs. Open your ass up like a keg. Let me tap it. I must have it. Very fool, you are mine. I'll drink your ass like wine, and when semen pours all over your head, you know you must oh be dead. Oh my Scott, god. I know you groove and shake it so damn good. And when you come on through my hood, I'll give you a piece of water. You very fool, <laughs> I know, and I will not disagree. But there's one thing we don't like, and it starts with he, man. Oh no, I don't know which way to run up <laughs> oh, no. So bad. But so good. <laughs> yeah, but it just like, um. Just all four of those. Yeah, it, and those were fun. Oh, here you go. This is the next song. Oh, so good. 
This is like the CK song. Well, CKY, CKY is just it, their band. That band is awesome. Like I love that band. I I, I could consider myself a fan. It just it's great. Like kind of like mellow metal. Like yeah. uh, him was another band like that for right. me. I liked him a lot. That was a good one. Yeah. CKY, good one. All right, my number two. Oh, well, actually, that was my number two. So you do number one. We had the same number two. So you do number number one. one is Jackass. Okay. At the very, very top. I just everything about that show like is a phenomenon to me. Like I, uh, they were as weird as it sounds because they were all like drinking and doing drugs and stuff. But like, it just the. The idea uh, that you uh, could, welcome to Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that you could pick up a camera and just like film your friends and yourself doing weird crap was like appealing. The theme song is so good. Yeah, it's great. Um, I used to watch it every time it came on MTV. That was it. And like yeah, like we said, CKY was definitely precursor to Jackass. Yeah. Once once Bam and those guys hooked up with Knoxville, it was game over. Yeah. And then and then the director, I can't think of his name. Tremaine. Jeff Tremaine. Look at you. Look at you. Spike Jones helped too. And Spike Jones. Of Spike course. Jones is dope. Yeah. I don't think I've heard the vocals for this song. Yeah. Who is it again? Minutemen. Yeah, yeah, Minutemen. Corona. It's called Corona. So they're so I I just Dude, something about Jackass is magical. It, like, I remember all the adults at that time. It was like, he's, got, he's watching this stupid shit. Like, this is so dumb. But yeah. it, like, inspired so many of us to, like, get outside and just exercise, run Make around, mess around. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't get ourselves into, like, too much trouble when it came to, like, filming stuff. But we would, like, get hurt. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, you know, go skate and stuff. So... It, it encouraged us at least to go be, you know, active. It, late, later in the progression, the skateboarding started coming out. Like, you didn't yeah. see too much in the movies or anything. There was still a little bit. Like, in the, the yeah, that was more in the show. The yeah. show had a lot more skating in it. Mm-hmm. They were like, all seemed like skaters. Viva, seemed like Viva La Bam. Yeah. I think he made, like, a, one of the episodes, he built a skate park into his driveway. Yeah. He into, like, a half pipe and everything. Thing, yeah, I remember that. But but when you think about it, these were all just skater kids that were like, let's pick up a camera and be just filmmakers, yeah. yeah. And make like some, make some tricks but some funny stuff too with some music video stuff in there. Yeah. And Liz and I recently watched the Jackass movies from like 1 to 3 and like just watching the progression of like production value and like camera work like was incredible. Like it's went from money. this rinky dink little like Handheld. Apparently, um, I heard Steve-O, he was on the Corolla show recently, and um, they were filming the new one. They're, yeah, they're, they're making working the, on and it. And they had done a couple stunts or whatever, and then COVID, and they had to shut the whole production down. But apparently, I think it's Paramount. They they are all in on this next one. They're giving them like a shitload of money. To oh, it'd be cool if they went longer. Like The v- movies are always so short, and then it's like yeah. over. And they're, I, I, and they're getting old now. I don't know how yeah. much shit they can get is into. It. This has got to be it. Did you hear that they're doing? Uh, they have a new bar at coming out now too. No. Just enter WK. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently that just 
finished filming their new a new Borat. Oh, it's got to be oh boy. so intense. Oh boy, I can't wait for that. Uh, all the because you know I think you know who he's gonna mess with. Just Republicans. Yeah, I think for sure. I don't, I don't think there would be maybe a Borat that we know unless there was a jackass. Like, yeah. Think about how many of those like skits they do that were in the vein of what Borat did. One, well, I mean, See how I did that. I tied that back in. With but you but let me let me say this like. Jackass did their thing and right. then Borat came, made a character and yeah. did like a film and then Jackass came back and did like Bad Grandpa where it right. was like modeled after what right. Borat would have done. So it's kind of got like... And the gra- Bad Grandpa wasn't... It wasn't Jackass, but it was fun. There it was, was really There were some yes. good pranks in there that, yeah. that were pretty great. Because there were um, some real like the stuff reactions. that... The, the, yeah. When he gets like shot into the window with a toy... The machine toy, oh, yeah. <laughs> right into it. Or when they're at the restaurant and he like takes the penguin or whatever. He tries to take like the penguin and the guy gets like super pissed at him. I remember that part because he also did a lot of that old stuff in Jackass. Yeah, like, that is, came from Jackass. So good. One of my, it's not skate related, but one of my favorite pranks they did on Jackass was they had Brad Pitt in line at Pink's Hot Dogs in Hollywood. It's a famous hot dog stand. And he's just in line, just Brad Pitt. Some people are like noticing it's him. And then all of a sudden a van comes pulling up and guys in ski masks come and, st- and Brad Pitt fights them. Like really acts like, no, you're not going to fucking take me. And they throw him and it screeches off and everyone's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I read that or I heard, I think it was Steve-O was talking about on the Kroll show that, that, that they uh, had to, Call the police and say, "Hey, yeah, this is a prank. we're doing this, and you're gonna get some phone calls saying that Brad Pitt got kidnapped." Just FYI, and they did. Like after it happened, people called and was like, "Yeah, Brad Pitt just got kidnapped." But what? Do, <laughs> think about they didn't do that if they hadn't thought about calling the police. Do you like, remember? I don't know what movie it was, but something was filmed at the block at the skate oh, park. That was Borat. At the oh, very, it was at Borat. The very yeah, act, he goes and gets his autograph by Pamela Anderson, and it was at the Virgin, oh, it was at the Virgin yeah, yeah, Records. Yeah. 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 I think I was might have been working. That wasn't jackass. No, but, was but Borat. There you go. Borat. <laughs> nice Good stuff. Yeah. All the jackasses. I love it. Um, yeah. My number one is an actual gay video. I played this all the time. Um, I think I might even had it on VHS. I don't think I had it on DVD. I think it was VHS. Um, and it's uh, audio. My footwear. It's one step beyond. Um, it had Bam in it. And I think it had Tony Hawk in it, too. Let's see. Yeah, Tony Hawk um, wrote audio for a while, too. Um, Ben Margera. Kenny Anderson. That was the name I was trying to figure. I had Kenny Anderson shoes. Those were my favorite audios. Danny Montoya was great. uh, Jermaine Way. Not not the big vert guy, I don't think. Um, Any other names that you recognize? Ed Salego. I remember him. Oh, Brian Summer. Sumner. That was another guy I loved. Um, Do you remember... The Reggie and the Full Effect video where it's the peanut butter and jelly sandwich falling in love. I don't think I... I don't think I've seen... Is he in it? Yeah, he... Um, he goes... The, here, I'll show you. Well, the listener can't really hear But they can it. hear the song, yeah. But yeah, he makes an appearance in the video. Um, this was just like a great skate video. It was... How do I describe it? It's just wasn't the jackass there wasn't a lot of skits and stuff like really in between it was just straight up skating and um this is a great song too i don't want to play this imagine the full effect man. underrated um, 
fast forward. Oh, here, here. So he, he's. Oh yeah. Peanut Butter is trying to fall in love with Jelly, and Peanut Butter's friends with Brian Sumner, and Brian Sumner takes him to a a love doctor. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Love doctor. Big total giant, emo kid. Brian yeah. Sumner, I loved him because he was so like long hair. He was British and so cool. Uh, but yeah, um, one step beyond. That was like the only skate video really I that I owned, and I watched it all the time. It's on YouTube, I guess. Full length. I might watch this later. So there you go. Bring back some memories. It will. Yeah, big time. A lot. Of, I mean, just playing that Tony Hawk game. Yeah. This afternoon, man, brought some like so many memories sitting in my uh, old bedroom. <laughs> Cool. Anything else? No, that that's about it. That wraps it up. Definitely, like, skating had a huge impact on my life. I did it for so long, like, and it, you know, I met so many of my friends because of skating that I felt like it was kind of necessary to talk about, you know, this new game that was actually a phenomenon when we were kids. So. Right. Let's, let's go out with this song. I know we played it already, but... Yeah, good stuff. So, um, if you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, So So Scrutiny Podcast. Um, check out our website, So So Scrutiny Right? Yep. Um, check that out. We have mugs, we have stickers, we have all kinds of stuff. And if you order, we will send you more than what you order. So beware. Um, beware. <laughs> all good stuff, though. Yeah. For sure. And, um, you know, tell a friend. Uh, We're really trying to just, you know, get out there and try to find some new guests to come on. Yeah, if you want to come on, hit us up. Hit us up. Find us on Instagram and message us. Yeah. And uh, so, till next week, right? Next week. Awesome. Been the So So Scrutiny Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Robert. See ya. See ya.